Hi there, everyone. I'm Ashley Boynton, and welcome in to the campfire. This week, we're breaking down a really interesting district, 196A, the Katy District. And let's see who all of the teams are in this district in our film session. This district has been Katie's district since 2008. Well, until last year, when Katie Tompkins took the district crown. The Tigers lost that battle, but won the war as they dominated the Division II playoff bracket on their way to another state title. They beat their opponents by an average of over 40 points in their five playoff wins. And folks, they return a lot from that squad. Katie's defense will be insanely good with the return of D1 players, Malik Silla, Ty Kana, and Bobby Taylor. And on offense, one of the Davis brothers, Seth, returns in the backfield, and quarterback Caleb Coger is also back behind a big O-line. If Tompkins wants to repeat, they'll have to do it without Jalen Milrow, who graduated. They do have Josh McMillan returning at receiver and some pretty stout defensive players. Katie Taylor returns only four starters on both sides of the ball, but one of those guys is Swift running back Michael Whitaker. The battle for the fourth playoff spot went down to the last game last year, and it might this year. Seven Lakes will be extremely young on defense, which could cause some issues. Maid Creek will try to make the postseason, but are on their third head coach in three years, as Jay Jensen takes over in 2021. Morton Ranch will have quarterback Josh Johnson back as a junior, and he's got experience last year as a sophomore. And Cinco Ranch has only won once in two years, but have a good senior class that will hopefully be competitive this season. A lot of questions surrounding this district. Will Katie take the top spot again, or can Katie Tompkins defend their district title? Who knows? But we'll now introduce you to some of the phenomenal talent that is in this district and our players on the rise. Katie is bringing back a strong defensive core, led by edge rusher Malik Silla. He finished last year with 32 tackles, six sacks, and 12 tackles for loss. Silla is six foot six, 230, and has plenty of room to add mass, which is why he is projected as a possible first rounder in the NFL. Look for Silla to give district coaches more sleepless nights before he heads to AM to play his college ball. If you thought we were done with the Katie defense, think again. Linebacker Ty Kana was a unanimous first team all district selection in 2020 and will be back for more this year. He finished with 72 tackles, three sacks, and 11 tackles for loss. Kana was the newcomer of the year as a sophomore when he recorded 95 tackles on the year. It's going to be hard to run on the Tigers with Kana on the field. He'll be heading to USC for his college career. At Taylor running back, Michael Whitaker will be hard to bring down in 2021. As a junior, Whitaker ran for 804 yards and nine touchdowns and will be relied on heavily as a young Mustang team gains experience. He was second team all district last year and hopes his speed mixed with agility will get him a first team selection this year. The best returning wide receiver in this district is Josh McMillan from Katie Tompkins. McMillan caught 34 passes for 529 yards and eight touchdowns last year, including two key scores in the Falcons upset of Katie. He was a first team all district selection last year and will help Tompkins with their quarterback transition from Jalen Milrow to Cole Francis. 
McMillan is committed to Houston Baptist for his college ball. Phenomenal talent, like I said, and a really tough district. So now we're going to bring in one of the head coaches competing for that top spot and helping shape his team to win a district championship. And he was a district champion last season as we bring in Katie Tompkins, Todd McVeigh. We are doing media day, 19-6A. We're here with Katie Tompkins, head coach, Todd McVeigh, coach, uh, talk to me a little bit about this Katy district, and it's only going to get larger next year when PayCal moves up to it, but it's always a powerhouse. You got to be familiar with the teams, but you still have to get through it. How difficult is this district going to be in 2021? Is it going to be a little bit better now that you don't have a pandemic year and you can actually prepare a little bit more? Well, as you said, you know, we're, we're one of the toughest districts in the state, and uh, you have to prep every week or, or somebody's going to get you. Um, but, you know, it's funny, we're out here doing what we usually do, and it's been a year and a half since we've done that. Um, and I think everybody feels blessed to be able to do that as well and being out here with the kids. But as far as the district, obviously uh, very strong, great coaching, great players everywhere. Um, so I, as I say every year, we're always going to have our hands full. Um, but we look forward to that challenge. Hey, you talk about the district, and the Tigers may have won that state title, but, but Katie didn't win the district title. I mean, that, that's something that, that your Falcons took, and it's taken several years for somebody to knock them off their horse, but you guys were able to do it, and it kind of paved the path for maybe other teams in the district thinking, okay, this team can be beat. We can do it. Uh, how did, what was the feeling like after you guys did get them by five points earlier in the year? Did it kind of give you a confidence? Because you did parlay that into a district title. Um, well, it's funny, I've told everybody, was, you know, because of the pandemic, um, I think I spent more of my time trying to get the kids' masks up after the game than anything else. Um, so it took me, took me a little bit. Obviously, it was a, a great victory for our program over a, a very established football team um, and what they do. Um, felt great, obviously. Um, it's something you work towards to, because you want to be with those teams. Because um, that, you know, it just helps build your program. And, uh, you know, that was last year. We know we got to continue the process of what we're doing now. Um, we're very much a one, one game at a team, one game at a time kind of team. Appreciate you joining us, and, and I can't wait for the 26 to get this thing started off. Well, I appreciate you guys having us on, and uh, the Falcon Nation appreciates it as well. Coaches Bay, as always, thank you so much for joining us here on the campfire. You can catch the entire interview with the Katie Tompkins head man on Thursday on all of our social media platforms. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now we bring in the inside high school sports insider, Matt Harris, for the district breakdown. All right, it's district breakdown time. My man Matt Harris is with us. Inside High School Sports Insider, 196A, also known as the Katy District. Katy won that state title last year, but they didn't win the district. So what do you think about uh, their chances this year and, and other Katy schools in this district? Yeah, Katy lost the district for the first time since 2008 when, you guessed it, they won a state title. So naturally, Katy goes and wins 6A Division II. Uh, they lost to Tompkins last year, 24 to 19. Uh, that was the lone regular season loss for the Tigers in a 15 and one campaign. Uh, but the thing with Katie is they're going to be one of the top teams to watch in the entire state, regardless of classification. Obviously, they'll have a big target on their back as defending state champions, but they return 
quarterback Caleb Coger, uh, running back Seth Davis, wide receiver Nick Anderson, and that's just on offense. Uh, defense, they got Malik Silla on the defensive line, Ty Khan at linebacker, uh, defensive backs Bobby Taylor, and Hamilton McMartin, who had a great state championship game. Uh, so they, they returned just about everybody um, from – I probably shouldn't say just about everybody. They've, they'll have to rebuild the offensive line, but they return a lot of talent from a state championship team. The big question here will be, will KD go Division One or Division Two? Um, and then Taylor also got to give them a quick shout-out. They had an interesting year, um, made it all the way to round four, losing to Clear Falls 10-9, to but they lose quarterback Jay Jensen, wide receiver Tyrone Irving. They return running back Michael Whitaker. So they have a lot of talent to replace. Um, running back's a good place to start for them next year, but they're going to have to replace some, some good talent to – be right back at the top of that district after a nine and three year last year. Yeah, they, they definitely have to replace the mountain over there. Uh, uh, the, the big lineman, Bryce Foster, who's moving on, man. I, I like the fact he told us he wanted to be a first round draft pick in 24 and wanted to be in the Olympics in 24, which are very attainable goals, but they are going to have to move on from that. All right, I appreciate your insight on 196A. Hey, next week we're going to talk 26A, and I'll talk to you then. Yes, sir. Matt Ways, great insight as always. That's all we have for this week's episode of The Campfire. Come back every Monday for a new show. You can catch The Campfire on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Until next time, I'm Ashley Bullington, and thank you for watching The Campfire.